picture the scene. You're slogging across out in the gym for weeks. You're eating the latest and greatest superfoods. You're chugging down handfuls of pricey supplements daily. And still, you get nowhere with your efforts to look remotely in shape. Maybe this has happened to you personally. Now, in this situation, we tend to conclude that you need a, a better workout program or a snazzier diet or maybe more pills and potions or maybe just blame yourself for not having enough of a disciplined mindset. But all along, your lack of progress could be down to a hormonal imbalance that's messing with your ability to retain motivation to stick to any plan, your ability to lose weight despite eating right, and uh, your ability to improve your body shape and build muscle through your workouts. How does this happen? More importantly, how can you fix this? So your body and mind run properly again, responding to your fitness and fat loss efforts, and ultimately helping you look and feel great. That's what I'm talking about on today's episode. Basically, how cortisol can wreck your body shape. Hey, uh, Chris here from the Over 40 Freaking Awesome Podcast. I used my old jingle slash new jingle. Those of you who've been listening for a while may remember that kind of Irish jingle that I used ages ago. I'd forgotten all about it. And then a guy called Tom, shout out to Tom if you're listening, got in touch and told me that he missed it. So I managed to find it and it's back again. Anyway, we're talking about stress levels. So cortisol is a bit of a wrecking ball for us. So in high pressure situations, cortisol increases. That's normal. Once that situation has passed, the, the lion is no longer chasing you or your workout is over or your big work project that had you stressed is completed, your cortisol level should decrease again back to a normal level. But what happens as we get older is that our cortisol levels stay elevated and that causes us serious side effects in three main areas. Number one, motivation. We just are grumpy. We have no energy. We have low mood. We just can't be arsed. Also, it affects our weight management. It gives us a sluggish metabolism. It gives us insulin resistance, which means it's very hard for you to lose the body fat that you want. And also it leads to low testosterone and high estrogen, which means muscle loss and a lack of progress with workouts. We're just not getting anywhere. So you find yourself unable to lose weight. You can't get in shape. And also you can't even be asked sticking to any plan anyway. That's a recipe for giving up on taking care of ourselves in general. So obviously I want to stop that happening too. I want to talk about how we turn things around with cortisol on the all three fronts. Before I do that, I just want to remind you my four-week coaching program, Ignite, which I would link to in the episode description, is up and running. I was running a kind of beta test for a couple of months there, just working with a few guys over four weeks to give them the customized programs that they need, and then the one-on-one motivation and support over the course of four weeks to get them set up on building those healthy habits. That coaching program is now ready to go. If you're interested, check out the link in the description or just go to offercoach.com and you'll find the link to coaching on there if you think you'd like to work with me one-on-one for four weeks to just get your life set up to help you start to thrive. Anyway, let's look at how cortisol makes us basically lose our mojo and makes us not really be asked wanting to take care of ourselves. So high cortisol levels have been shown in studies to encourage introverted behavior, shyness, and a preference to avoid social situations in general. So as such, The prospect of going to a packed gym, 
can feel even less attractive than usual. The four-day-a-week workout program that you're trying to stick to suddenly becomes a one or even two times a week program at best because you just can't work out the motivation to get to the gym. Elevated cortisol also causes low levels of motivation in general, whether that's in your career or in your attempts to look after your health and fitness. So your motivation is all over the place. It's like a yo-yo approach you're having to working out and eating better. So you kind of continually lose and gain the same couple of pounds of fat depending on where your motivation levels are and you never make any progress. And what's the number one thing you can do to start lowering your cortisol and regain your motivation and willingness to work out? If you've listened to any other episodes of this podcast, hopefully by now you know the answer to this question because it's sleep. You need to get more sleep and better quality sleep. Have a sleep schedule. Manage your sleep environment by getting rid of distractions like screens and things around bedtime. Cut out caffeine from mid-afternoon onwards and that will give your body and mind the recovery time it needs to get enough sleep. And that approach is what helped me lower my own cortisol levels by 58%. But let's look now at how cortisol also causes you to not be able to lose body fat even if your diet seems okay. So We've all probably had times when, despite our best efforts to lose weight, it just doesn't seem to happen. I mentioned that I lowered my own cortisol levels by 58%. I found that out by getting a home blood test every three months or so. I realised that my cortisol levels had been increased also by being on a restrictive diet for too long. By lowering your calories too low, say around the 1,000 to 1,200 calorie mark, my body felt constantly under stress from a lack of food and that decreased my ability to lose body fat. I mean, how how unfair is that when you think about it? The more hardcore I was with my diet, the less weight I could lose. Something, something seems very unfair about that. So we can't be on a diet that is too restrictive, too low calorie, even if we feel that this will help fast forward the fat loss. But also, have you ever found yourself seeking solace in a cookie jar in times of stress or reaching for some other junk food when you're stressed out. It turns out, studies have shown there's a hormonal reason for that too because high cortisol levels can induce snacking on crap and that causes weight gain and then probably more stress because you realise, oh I shouldn't have done that, now I'm going to gain more body fat. These high stress levels make it less likely that we'll lose weight and more likely that we'll gain weight. Obviously we need to find some type of balance, don't we? So while sleep, as I mentioned, will bring cortisol down to help with fat loss, we can also avoid an overly restrictive diet for too long. So I've spoken before about having an 80-20 approach that I use with clients when it comes to diet. 80% of the time, restrict your calories. So say Monday to Friday, eat about a few hundred calories less than your body needs. Be a wee bit hungry. Eat for health rather than kind of snacking on junk. But then 20% of the time for weekends, indulge a little. That'll keep you sane, but also, as I've just explained, that will lower your stress hormones because you're only being on that restrictive diet for about five, six days at a time and that will stop your cortisol levels staying elevated for too long. Now, finally, I want to talk about how cortisol is a testosterone and therefore a muscle-building killer. So, high cortisol levels contribute to low testosterone levels. Most of the time when we think of low testosterone, we think of uh, libido issues, erectile dysfunction, low mood, but men and also women need testosterone for the protein synthesis that allows us to build muscle. And that's why 
high stress levels lead to zero progress in the gym and even muscle loss as we get older. The response we want from resistance training or muscle growth, muscle retention, doesn't happen because cortisol has pushed testosterone lower than it needs to be for that magic to happen. And that makes us demotivated. We start thinking, well, what's the point of working out? If I'm getting nowhere, I'm not building any muscle, I don't feel like I'm getting stronger. So how do we rebalance things further then? Alongside the sleep and the dietary balance efforts, what else can we do to lower cortisol and therefore boost testosterone? The two best supplements for dealing with stress and anxiety are ashwagandha and also fish oil. Those have both been shown in plenty of studies, not sketchy studies, proper studies. They've been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety that brings cortisol down and helps to boost your testosterone and will help you then start to make progress in the gym. So I felt it was important to go through practical things that you can do to lower your stress levels. What happens, especially as guys, if you do say to someone, I'm a little bit stressed, people will just give you useless advice like, well, chill out a wee bit, stop being so stressed, things like that. I mean, that's, that's terrible advice, really. I mean, it's all very well knowing that we need to reduce our stress levels, but it's easier said than done. Even when you can see how it's affecting your mental well-being and now your body shape, as you understand, we can't just click our fingers and be less stressed. We can't get rid of the things that are stressing us out. We can't sell our kids because they're stressing us out. We can't get rid of money worries as well. Those things aren't going to go away, but hopefully I've given you a few practical things you can do to lower your cortisol levels to help you deal with stress a little bit more easily. More sleep, a less hardcore dietary approach, and just a couple of those supplements. In general, rather than realising that you're stressed and thinking, I must reduce stress, I must reduce stress, which makes you more stressed, obviously. Instead, come at it from an angle of, hey, I should be looking after myself a little bit better. And your cortisol levels are part of that. They will come down when you simply just start prioritising yourself and looking after yourself a wee bit better. So I hope that's helped. I just want you to keep that motivation to keep working out and then I want you to keep making progress with your workout healthy eating efforts because if they pay off, then you'll keep on doing it because you see a point in continuing to turn up. If you are interested in finding out a wee bit more about the Ignite program, it's a four-week one-on-one coaching program where you get a customised lifestyle diet and training plan as well as me in your ear online throughout uh, a four-week period to keep you on track and overcoming any bumps in the road as you try and put those new habits into action, then check out the link in the description where we can talk about that a little bit more. But I'll talk to you soon, mate. Take care.